Join Tim and Christina Madden, co-founders of Executive Career Upgrades on their podcast, The Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. As an executive in today's highly competitive job market, it can be tough to succeed. However, with Tim's nationally recognized career advice and Christina's mindset expertise, you can reach your full potential. Tune in to upgrade your career and get ahead of the competition. Welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. My name is Tim Madden. This is the beautiful Christina Madden. And hey, I think I think I figured out a new tagline and I haven't told you yet. Are you ready? I'm ready. We help you get the job, keep the job, and excel at the job. What do you think? Love it. You love it? Love it. It's very fitting. Excellent. Hey, we go live each week inside the Executive Career Upgrade. No, the Executive Career Network on Facebook. 13,000 directors, VPs, and executives. So if you're watching the ECN, hey, we appreciate you. We glad you We glad you showed up. And to our friends over on LinkedIn and YouTube, we are monitoring the comments. And of course, to the people who listen around the globe on Spotify and Apple, hey, appreciate your support on the Executive Prep Rates Podcast. So hey, do us a favor. I won't beg and plead like I did last week because that was kind of funny. But hey, leave us a review, right? Our one of Tim and Christine and Madden's because today we're talking about goal setting, right? And one of our goals, right, this year is to become a top career podcast, and we can't do it without your help. So hey, you could leave us a review over on Apple or Spotify. We would appreciate you so much. And be sure to go over to execupgrades.com backslash resources because we got a whole library that's growing, growing a free information for you to help accelerate your career. There is just countless ebooks and trainings available there for you. So definitely go check it out. And of course, before we get started, let me catch my breath for a second. If you need help in your career, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast to schedule your free career consultation with our team. Whew. All right. <laughs> what would you like to add before we kick off? Did I miss any important updates? Well, like I said last week, you are becoming quite the talk show host with very amazing lung capacity. Yeah, we need a DJ. <laughs> we need a DJ. Big updates. Hey, guys, if you didn't um, see my Forbes article with Forbes Coaches Council yesterday, you can definitely check that out um, on Fearless Leadership. I was super excited about that. Uh, what are some mm -hmm. other updates? Hey, you might notice you're seeing more of my content go out on my personal Instagram page. And if you like the content, be sure to go over and like and follow and share and all the things. Um, Coach Christina Madden is the handle. Uh, my name is spelled with a K if you don't know that. So Coach Christina with a K and Tim is at Coach Tim Madden. Um, so that's very exciting. And I'm launching a right. YouTube yeah. channel with all things leadership and mindset. So that's really exciting. Yeah. I've, I've never brought this up. If you want your daily dose of motivation, I do a walk the block every morning, right? With thoughts. And I had some I have some really great thoughts. I mean, I think I do. Other I people think I do. I hope you would think I do too. So, <laughs> so, so definitely follow me. But hey, I want to get started today talking about just some amazing, amazing things. So let's get started. Hey, episode 114, Fearless Goal Pursuit in 2024. Okay. So what we're going to do, I'm going to start providing a little overview to the episode too. Okay. Because I know we spent a lot of, mm. uh, market, you know, we all spend a lot of time like really dialing in. So, hey, this episode is brought to you by this episode. Hey, it's dedicated to 
helping you through barriers and embracing bravery in the pursuit of your 2024 aspirations. Today, Christine and I are going to focus on practical strategies to overcome three things. Are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? To overcome fear, doubt, and hesitation, okay? Empowering you to make decisive and bold moves toward your goals. And that's why people don't get started, Christina. I know yeah. you, you talk about this every day. Would you like to, to kick us off? Yeah, absolutely. Listen, and what you can always expect on these podcasts is that we tend to bounce around a little bit between tactics and strategies that you can apply to your job search, but also the mindset, you know, that it takes to achieve these things. And what it comes down to as far as like what we do here at ECU, really, I was thinking about it this morning. I'm like, wow, tactics and strategies aside, we help people manage depression, anxiety, and negative emotions as it relates to the job search, right? And as it relates to goal setting, man, the most depression and anxiety stems from having a lack of goals and a lack of purpose, not understanding your purpose, and a plan to work toward those goals. So the quickest way out of the chaotic nature of our mind that feeds these depressive, you know, anxious states and I know this to be true because I've talked to thousands of people now, and this is what they're dealing with in, the, in their job search, um, is having a goal and having a plan and viciously fighting and working toward those goals and viciously fighting and working toward your greatest potential is the fastest way out of the chaotic nature of your mind. And so that's what I have to say about goals and planning before we get into tactics and strategies. Man. So I do want to go over, just bring awareness that here is my goal for you. Here is my goal for you in 2024. My goal for you is that you can better understand, okay, words and follow me for a sec. Cause most people are saying like, I'm not charismatic, but they don't know what charismatic means. Or they say, I lack confidence. It's kind of funny. You ready for this one? They say they lack confidence, but actually, you know what confidence is? It's having courage to do something when... You know, it's uncertain. So actually, food for thought, okay, when you're sitting there, okay, and when you're saying, I don't have confidence, do you, do you know what you're, do you know what that actually means? It means taking action when things are maybe a little unknown. So literally, if you just do what you're scared of, congratulations, you have confidence. So what we're going to do before we get into fearless goal setting, okay, we're going to talk about reasons why people fail. So remember, my goal for you is in 2024, understand words a little better because here's why. I want you to understand the word hesitation because remember what we're talking about today is overcoming fear, doubt, and hesitation. So let's actually dissect a little bit hesitation, okay? Hesitation is a human response to change and uncertainty, baby. Right. It's very interesting when you start breaking down these words because so many people say, oh, I'm fearful, doubt, I don't have confidence, I'm lacking self-esteem. I don't think people truly understand what these words mean. Well, and not only do people not understand what words mean, they're very quick to identify so strongly with words. And I'll break that down for you really quick what this could look like. Picture... <clears throat> Picture I'm writing this on a whiteboard or something. If you write, I am anxious, I have anxiety, like, of course, 
you're going to identify yourself as a very highly anxious person where now picture this. Now you're writing, I have anxiety sometimes, or I have anxiety every once in a while or whatever. You can see that the charge around that word starts to decrease because you are not anxiety. You feel anxiety sometimes. You are not fear. You sometimes navigate fear. So yeah, we have to be careful around, about our words, what we're manifesting, what we're speaking into our space. Words are very strong and powerful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. But again, also understand what those words actually mean. Because mm -hmm. most people are saying words that they don't actually know the true meaning of. But it's going to mean whatever they think it means, right? Correct. And that's even more interesting. Which is why we need more proof, right? We, we, we always talk about like when people say, um, like no one's going to hire me because I don't have my CPA and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like an accounting professional. Like they'll tell me, Tim, no one's going to hire me as a CFO because I don't have my, my, my CPA. And I, I simply do some quick research. We pull up, you know, 20 random people on LinkedIn who are CFOs and guess what? How many, Christina, do you think actually have that designation of the CPA? Can you guess out of 20 random people? I actually will. 20%. Mm. So most people are afraid of things, right? That they don't actually like understand and have done research on, which is very interesting. Why, why are you causing yourself so much stress, ladies and gentlemen? Okay, doubt. Why people have doubt when we talk about goal setting. Okay, let's get into it. Because we are conditioned to doubt our ability to accomplish what we set our mind to because we were told as children, don't do that. Don't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Well, Christina, if you tell, if people are telling you 10,000 times while you're growing up that you can't do something, how do you think that's going to impact you? How do you think that's going to impact you if someone told you 10,000 times? times while you're growing up that you can't do something. How do you think that impacts this right here and future decision making? Do you think that impacts it? My mom, oh gosh, mom, sorry if you're listening. She is in the ECN. Hi, mom. But she always used to say, and she would probably laugh about this now, maybe, I don't know, but her thing was always like, oh, have a plan B or like, oh, be leery of that. Or what are you going to do if that doesn't work out? And it really did cause a very like second guessing nature in me and you guys, how we think and what we believe and what we do and how we act and how we behave is determined by all of those experiences um, from our parents and society and all of those things. So you do have to question it. Absolutely. So, so far we've covered, hey, we talked about, we're going to talk about fear next, Christina, and I want your thoughts on it. But so far we've hit on doubt and hesitation. So let's just recap just real quick, okay? Because I really, you have to keep this really self-aware at the top before you get into that goal setting mindset, right? So remember, hesitation is a common human response to change and uncertainty, okay? And doubt, remember, we've been programmed as little children to say, don't do that and we can't do that. Remember, you have to bring this to the top of your brain whenever we're starting to plan goals. The third one is this. So many people are saying fear. I'm scared. I'm fearful. I'm fearful. That is a very general term. So what I'm trying to do on today's podcast is really dissect, right? Let's talk about fear. 
Christina, maybe I missed a couple as well. So we have, I got four here that I thought about real quick. Okay. So when people say that they're fearful, oh, okay. We need to dissect and say, are you fearful because you might fail? Are you fearful because you think you might get rejection? Are you fearful of the unknown? Or are you fearful, fearful of something else? And Christina, before you chime in, it's like, if I'm afraid of failing, it's like, well, one thing's for certain. If we don't start, we will absolutely fail because how could you ever succeed if you never get started? Make sense? Rejection. Okay. Look at any, remember when we do research, right? Do research of every single successful person in the entire world who ever achieved minimal greatness and above. Do you think they ever dealt with rejection? Certainly, 100% of the time. So what did I miss, Christina? Because I want to make sure when we talk about fear, I want to make sure people understand like, well, what are you fearing? Is it that you won't, that you'll fail, that you'll get rejected? Is it something else? Are you fear of the unknown? Like, what are you so scared of? Because here's why. Most people say, I got fear. You're never going to be able to come to overcome that unless you get to pass these lower levels these layers, right? Of, okay, fear of the unknown or fear of failure. Okay, let's talk about it, right? But most people just run around saying fear, 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 doubt. Yeah, I have all this hesitation and they can't move past that. It's just like a brick wall. What did I miss about fear? Because I want to make sure that like the audience, right? Our viewers understand, right? So that they can hopefully move past some of these barriers. Well, as Tim and I have uncovered, you know, over the years, fear really, when you, when you, when you break it all down, fear comes from lack of planning. Um, and when you decide to do something new, your brain start, your, the brain chemistry starts to get a little bit off and you go into a fight or flight sort of state because your brain wants to keep you safe. You can't achieve newer, bigger goals if you're playing it safe. So when you start to move out of what's your what is your comfort zone, then your brain goes into like a personal attack, and then that's where the fear comes from. Um, and by the way, fearless goal setting is really about embracing the unknown, trusting in your abilities, and recognizing that setbacks are going to be part of the journey. That really is what fearless being fearless is all about. I might know a thing about that because I wrote a book called The Fearless Executive. Um, it's available on Amazon for literally $4. It's a paperback and it breaks down um, a lot of what this fear uh, feels like. Um, spoiler alert, okay? The Fearless Executive doesn't even exist, okay? And I kind of shock you with that in the beginning of my book. And the reason I say that is because fear does not go away. You just learn how to live with it, navigate it, deal with it. It's kind of like the unwanted uncle at Thanksgiving. Like, you know, he's coming, but you know that like you can hang out in a different room. Like, hey, cool. Like you can choose how much to engage with the fear. Like the fear is coming. Like you already can, can, can be sure of that. Okay. And when it shows up, oh, okay. Fear's here. What am I going to choose to do? Nothing. Or am I going to move forward and trust my trust in my capabilities? People, you know, most people are unaware and they don't expect that they're going to hit all these rough patches. And here's what most people do. They have this great plan, right? They have this great plan. They've mapped out their goals. 
but they didn't right think about resistance that they're going to have. And Mike Tyson has a beautiful quote. Maybe you've heard about it, Christina, that everybody has a plan until what do you think Mike Tyson said? You get knocked out. No, I don't know. <laughs> you get punched in the face. Okay. You were close. So, hey, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face, right? Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. Let me interrupt you really quick. Go ahead. Think about it like this, guys. Let, let me just put us all in check here for a second. How like arrogant must we be to think that we can go do all these amazing things with no adversity and like no challenges? Like, do you understand the arrogance that would be involved with that? The ego that you are so well deserving of these higher ranks and of these amazing achievements and whatever without falling on your face a few times. Like, like you have to earn this. Like you have to earn what you want. You have to literally fight tooth and nail for what you want in this life, period. That's what I was saying, you know, earlier today on my little walk too. Like, I wish it was easy. Okay. I wish you could go out there and I wish you could just go to school and get your MBA and get a PhD and automatically make all this money and just be the most phenomenal leader and have zero resistance in the marketplace. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably had to overcome lots of stuff in your career. Why do you think it's any different now? Because can we all agree that once you reach the higher levels, it's more difficult? People kind of have warped thinking sometimes. It's kind of they think everyone thinks like leadership is easy and higher levels actually is easier. And it comes with less responsibility, less oversight. That is absolutely incorrect. You typically, I think we can all agree, you typically work longer. You typically deal with bigger problems, okay? And you need to have outlets for how to manage all of that kind of stress in, in your life because it's bound to happen, right? Well, yeah, what does it take to become a, a, a four-star general? Ooh, man. <laughs> These higher ranks, you know? First off, 30 years in the U.S. military, okay? You're not in the military for 30 years. You definitely can't be a four-star general. And you pretty much have to have nearly a pristine career. I think less than, I, I would love to see the percentages on that. Imagine how many of us would get kicked out before we could make it. That. Or just do some things are out of your control. Some things are out of your control while you're a leader in corporate America or in the military. For instance, say you are a, a, a and I, sorry, sorry for everyone that is listening that's not in the military, but just humor me for a sec. You could be a two-star general uh, in charge of a post. So maybe Fort Benning, now Fort Liberty, right? But say you're the two-star general. If if we're going to go here for a sec, okay? Well, I won't get into the details, but let's just say bad things happen that soldiers do that are completely out of your control. But it's your fault. Whose fault is it? It's yours. Who's probably not going to get moved on to the higher rank? Probably you, right? And it's the same way in corporate America. You can be the best sales leader, marketing leader you could have a track record of success the right degrees the right connections but it could be things uncontrollable you may take over a team that's low performing and not be able to make the impact as quickly as possible for the executives at that company i'm sorry these things are going to happen so let's kind of circle back and get back to the goal setting part because it's so important but what we wanted to say was you know what we wanted to hit home is expect fear Expect doubt, expect yourself to have hesitations at all levels when you are developing goals. 
expect them so you can map them out, get to the root cause of it. And maybe the root cause is just getting over it, right? Of like, hey, I know doubt. Okay, I, I need to know I've been conditioned this way. I'm aware of it. I need to know just because I know I've been conditioned this way is not going to solve all my problems, but I need to bring self-awareness to this. So maybe as you get started in a job search and people are doubting your ability, doubting your career, doubting your resume, doubting this, what are you going to do? You're going to buy into their doubt or are you going to say, you know what, dude, I've been dealing with doubt for so long. That's what I love. That's why I love my man, Deion Sanders, right? Deion Sanders, he said, guys, ladies and gentlemen, he said, people have been doubting me since I was in peewee football. They were telling, I'm too short. I go to high school at something else. I go to the NFL. I go to college. I go to this. I do all these things. Now he's trying to be a coach. People still doubting him. And because he society unintentionally wants to keep you average. Why is that? Because that's the average nature of the world that we live in. So, and I use the word unintentional because I like to assume uh, positive intent in most cases that serves me well. But when we're living amongst people that are living average lives, let's be honest, um, it's not going to be something people aren't going to be really quick to, to cheer you on. Right. And think about your goals right now that you set out to do on January 1st. Mm, don't bring those up. <laughs> I mean, I would venture to say that there's at least 50% of the people that are listening that set out to do a few things that are a little off track right now that may or may not make it back on track. And I'm one of them. Okay. I'm one of them. I set out to do a very specific workout plan. Now, granted, I do have some injuries I'm working with and some mobility thing and I, whatever, and it really sucks. But listen, that's, that's the adversity part. That's the part of, I have to expect big problems to come up because it's not perfect. I'm not going to be some super, super fit person without, you know, this adversity. So, but what I do know, because I have the self-awareness is like, okay, I enrolled in a mobility thing. There's certain things I have to do to keep it on track. And another spoiler alert for those of you who are listening that either already understand this or plan to, to work around your fear and move towards your goals anyways, guess what happens then? When you start to really understand this, then now you have to expect more out of yourself mm -hmm. because the excuses, they don't work anymore, not even for yourself because you know better, like mm -hmm. you already just know better. And there's a big, big responsibility piece that comes with that and a big pressure that that might either, it either can fuel the, the process or you can beat yourself up pretty good about it. But yeah. Think about your goals that you set out to do the first of the year. It's not too late. We're like 10 days in. So if you got a little off course, please, you know, please get back on it's track. It's interesting you said that. And then I want to get into just the one tactical thing that I know we, we wanted to talk about. So many people say this, right? They say, you know, I set out for goals, right? I set out on January 1st to, to accomplish things, to stay consistent with working out or what, uh, stop drinking alcohol or whatever. And whenever they, they essentially relapse, right? Like one time, whenever they, they miss that first workout or they decide to have a cocktail with my friend or, or save money or whatever it is. Once they make that one mistake there, they get immediately in a negative thought loop. And all they can think about is how they let themselves down, right? Like, Oh my God, I let myself down. Oh my God. Oh my God. Right. And it's like, just get back on track. Do you know why that happens though? I want everybody to really understand this. 
it is a shame cycle mm -hmm. and no good action comes from shame. Nope. You just cannot. So if you are living in a shame frequency, you cannot do positive actions that create positive outcomes. So you, let's say with the sobriety thing, you fall off, you have a drink with your friend. Now it's like, I failed. Uh, I don't know. We could take it really just serious here for a second. Like I'm an addict. I failed. I don't deserve better. I'm un I'm undeserving. I'm yeah. unworthy. I'm, I'm never going to be able to quit. And then the emotion that stems from those thoughts are typically sadness. You can just picture like heavy emotions. Then you stay in the shame. Actions would be probably drink more, avoid the problem. Um, you guys, you guys can fill in the blank. They're just total inaction from the goal. So this is where, um, you are responsible for to the next day restart. Like guys, this is life. There's not a, like when well, we do have a finish line, right? It's called the end eternal life, hopefully. So, but it's your life. Like you're not going to run out of time. Like you might as well give yourself the time and space and grace that it takes to do whatever you want. Um, I might know a thing or two about this because I struggled that for that with that for gosh, 20 years. And yesterday I was a hundred days alcohol free. And if you do make it long enough to even understand what something feels like after the goal, then there's enough evidence to say like, Oh, okay. I love feeling like this. I'm not giving that up, you know, or whatever. So you got to stay out of the shame cycle and the negative thoughts about yourself because you might've had a setback. That is why you get stuck. And that's why people never make change. Yeah. And one of the problems is, you know, our, one of our mentors, right. Says, you know, like, say you were trying to quit, right. Say you were trying to quit or, 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 or start something. Right. And say, maybe you missed a day, you missed a week where you didn't follow through with it. Okay. That's okay. Right. It's okay for you only. It's only, it's only okay. Okay. If you did make that mistake and then you learn from it as quickly as possible. So, you, you know, it's so, data. So, so say if you're a leader, right. And you've been, uh, letting something happen unintentionally, you finally become aware of it. Well, Hey, all I can impact is right now, right now and impact the future. Right. So I can rack my brain on, I should have done this months ago, years ago or whatever. Right. Or I could just say, Hey, if I make a mistake and when I learned that I made the mistake, psh, fix it as soon as possible. And it's usually data. So like, when you're moving toward a goal and, and you have uh, some of these setbacks, oftentimes you can use it as data. Maybe it meant, in this case, we're talking about um, dropping a negative habit. Maybe it was like, okay, I, I don't wanna be around that person and their friends anymore. It didn't really serve me. So like, okay, I'm not gonna do that. Um, maybe I set myself up for failure because I said I was gonna do 6 p.m. workouts. I'm supposed to be at home and doing dinner and I'm tired by then. So now you're like, okay, well, now I'm gonna pick a new group of friends. I'm gonna pick a new, date and time to work out or switch the kind of workout class, whatever you can just, it's data, not failure. Um, and you have to get really comfortable with that and even excited about it. So I, I like when I have the more information that I need to better, uh, optimize myself, um, to reach the goal. These are the biggest parts of challenges that people have when they set goals, right? fear, doubt, hesitation, and all of these other factors, right? That's why it's so important. We want to come today live and talk about them in detail because it doesn't matter how great of a goal setting strategy you have. 
right? If you don't know about why most people actually don't reach their goals, right? So like I said, my mission for you in 2024 is to really understand what words mean. What does the definition of fear mean? What type of fear are you worried about? Why do you have doubt? Why do most people have doubt, right? Why do most people have hesitation, right? You need to learn and understand these things. Otherwise, it's nearly impossible to write goals down, which is really the number one tactical advice we have for you today is be aware of these and then clarify the vision. <laughs> we I don't want to overwhelm you with all of these goal setting strategies, right? We want you to be, become very present on why most people struggle, even getting to the point of, let me actually take a moment and just write down what some of my personal goals are for 2024 because they're already worried about the past. Well, I didn't hit them in 2023 or 2022 or this or this, or I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't. Most people can never get to the part where they actually write something down because they're all stuck up here because of the million reasons we have brought up today on this podcast. Become aware of it. Okay. Then you can actually put pen to paper and learn about all of the great goal setting strategies that we've shared with you on other podcasts. But if you're, if you're worried about all the things we mentioned on here, it's going to be impossible. Yep. And then the next part is my favorite part, which is visualizing it. And I know there's some people probably listening going, Oh, no, <laughs> all of this woo woo manifesting, visualizing. It's, it's the truth though. It's mm -hmm. the truth. Cause most people say, right. Most people say, I'll believe it when I see it. How can you only believe something when you actually see it? Think about this. How can you only believe you're going to get in shape when you're in shape? Isn't it funny when we actually dive in a little more and actually try to understand, right? So Come with me at, with fitness, right? I'll believe I'm fit when I see it. How do, isn't that, that doesn't make any sense, ladies and gentlemen? You have to see it first. You have to be able to visualize, right? Saving money, visualize that new job, visualize being that better leader, visualize stepping into that office day one and doing everything the right way so you can get in those positive cycles very quickly. If you can't see it, right? If and you, if you are, I'm sorry, go ahead. If you're somebody who really struggles with being able to see it, believe it, all of that, which is totally normal, then I would start with feeling it. So let me, let me, let me walk you through a visualization that I used to take clients through that would enroll in our program. So it'd be like, okay, great. You decided to work with us. Congratulations on the best decision you ever made. <laughs> um, and I stand by that, but then it's like, okay, now, Let's pick a date when, and if, if my sales team is listening, take notes because I haven't told you guys to do this in a while, but, um, let's pick a date. Not, not, not when you like need the job and like, you know, your mortgage is due and you've, you've ran through your 401k. I talk about like, when do you want the job? <laughs> when do you want it? And then let's, let's put a date on that. And now I want you to think about what it would feel like. Do this right now. If you're at home or you're in your office and somewhere where you can safely do like a quick visualization exercise, this is great for anybody in a job search. So you've picked a date, all right? 
Now I want you to think about this. Your cell phone rings and you pick it up and it's the phone call with the offer of a lifetime. Okay. What is this person saying to you about the job and when it's going to start and what the salary is, or if the email came in, what is the salary? And like, what does that feel like? And for most people, I would think there's some excitement that bubbles up during thinking of that moment. And we can take it a step further. Okay, now, what type of person do you get to be in this role? What are you wearing on the first day? What does that fabric feel like on the body? What kind of weather is it? The point here is that we want to awaken your senses to really get into that state where you're feeling it. What kind of people are you surrounded by in that first day? What kind of impact are you having and how does that feel? What does your confidence feel like? Only when you can learn how to do this will all your wildest dreams come true, period. So I'm only going to take you about that far in the visualization, but you can do that with any goal. You're at the gym. What does your body feel like? Who do you see in the mirror? What is that person capable of? And what does it feel like? Tune into the feelings. That's the most exciting part. Because then you're like, okay, wait a second. I don't know if I fully believe it, but I can feel it. Okay? Like, it's all available to you. Yeah. You have to visualize visualize before you actualize. Okay? And one problem probably the biggest one. And we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up with this, right? Is, um, and Hey, by the way, for everyone type in resource, you can actually go to execupgrades.com backslash resources. Yeah. Resources. And you can download, um, you know, a bunch of great information to help you, um, accelerate your, your career, but most people always get caught up, right? Most people get caught up in the how, like, what do I exactly need to do? That is like the number one mistake people make. Just tell me what to do. Just tell me what to do. No, 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 no. The, the, the first place to actually get started is who is the person I need to become to <clears throat> actually get that result? Because here's why, right? So many people are, you know, focused on the wrong things. They're focused on what do I need to do and not, hey, how do you think this person operates every day? What do you think the type of person who's already got that result? right? What do you think they do in the morning? What do you think they do in the afternoon? What do you think they do in the evening? The, the tactical stuff will come, but so many people get caught up. Why is that? It's the shame cycle that I mentioned a few minutes ago. It's the story of I failed. I don't deserve it. That will just stop you dead in your tracks. You won't even realize you're doing it. And then you'll look back on this year and be like, wow, I didn't achieve anything. Tim and I have an end of the month check-in at the end of this month. And this is a great this is a great little hack as well to be like, okay, what went right? What went wrong? Sort of that data collecting mm -hmm. process. So then that way we can go strong into February and we already are expecting there's multiple things we failed on. There's multiple things we need to change and that's cool. So you want to do that. Um, and then the very last thing, celebrate the victories along the way because you do deserve it. And that's one of the only things that will keep you going by the way. So if you said you were going to work out, twice this week and you hit that target, celebrate. Um, I don't recommend celebrating it with like a cheeseburger and a draft beer if you are like in the business of losing weight, but maybe it's a massage or maybe it's an extra dinner with a friend or 
taking your kids out to do something, something that really truly brings you joy, <clears throat> brings you joy, doesn't uh, and not really feed the negative things you want to stop. Uh, that was a big mindset shift for us in the last couple of years. Is like, why do we, why would we want to celebrate with the very things um, that are holding me back? So exactly. you might want to consider how you're celebrating. And pretty soon, if you put this into practice, pretty soon, um, your celebrations are actually um, self-care tactics. So again, if you need help in your career, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. We are on a mission this year to help a thousand people, right? Get the job and money they deserve. We hope we can help you be one of those individuals. So until next week, have a great day, everyone. Bye.